Hello, everyone, and welcome to continuing the conversation. Hello. You're supposed to do that. The, oh, the, the, <laughs> the drum right. thing or something. We're here today with Kevin Talixson. Will Lynch has the day off as far as being uh, on this side of the camera. And today we're going to be continuing the conversation as it pertains to Amos uh, chapter 2 and chapter 3, the study that we have been looking into. Isn't that right, Kevin? Yes, I'm excited. I'm pumped. <laughs> yes, you're a big fan of judgment. Yes, huge. <laughs> yes, huge fan. Well, my friends, uh, we've been talking on Sunday mornings. If you've been with us, you know. We've been talking on Sunday mornings about uh, or going through the book of Amos. And of course, the book of Amos is a book about God's uh, through his servant Amos, uh, his pronouncement of judgment upon the northern kingdom, the people of Israel. Uh, and as we were closing out on Sunday, uh, I kind of made that connection to the Christian. Uh, and so, of course, there, there's maybe the unbeliever that's listening mm -hmm. that hears about the judgment of God and what are they to do and how are they to respond to that. Uh, but then I turned it because, you know, it's a church service. Most of the people there are probably going to be Christians. Mm -hmm. uh, what about the Christian? How is the Christian to respond to this message of judgment? And so, Kev, I was thinking uh, and uh, thought I'd ask you, there's the scripture verse in Romans chapter 8. Mm -hmm. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So if there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, how does a book, an Old Testament book about judgment upon a group of people that are believers or what have you, uh, how does that apply to the Christian? What are some of your thoughts on that? It's a good question. There's definitely a lot of thoughts. The first thing that comes to my mind is like as we listen and understand God's judgment, uh, we are seeing what we are spared from to an extent. And, and through Jesus's death and resurrection, his death brought us through that judgment. And, and I think that that is something that we as a believer can be encouraged and rejoice and even praise God for that we are spared from this. So I think from a personal application that we can rejoice in the avoidance of that judgment because of what we are in Christ. Yeah. So, if, however, mm -hmm. the the Christian strays, they wander, uh, you know, we looked at the example of the people of Judah, they stopped listening to the word, they stopped keeping the commandments of the word, and then they began to despise the word uh, and go astray after their idols. If the Christian goes astray, mm. um, could they point to a verse like Romans 8 and say, well, all is good, I'm fine, nothing can happen to me because Jesus was already condemned in my place? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I think if you look at the whole Old Testament and this the story of the nation of Israel is that they kept going through judgment, through uh, captivities and all different kinds. But as you can see throughout it, it always says like, but a remnant. Um, people were saved and they were not completely destroyed. And I think it shows that as we stray and as we wander, yes, there's judgment, um, but ultimately God uses it for discipline with always the intent to bring us back. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean that um, necessarily that we can just do whatever we want because God will bring us back anyway. But I think there's this mercy that God has in the midst of judgment that he also draws us back to himself. So I, I think that in the midst of this judgment, though as believers we are spared from it, it's also a reminder that that God does discipline, that God does do things, but all with the intent and purpose to bring us back. And mm -hmm. it reminds me of the passage where it talks about how God does not delight in sending people to hell. God does not delight in judging people, but he does it because of his 
nature of justice. Yeah. Now, I liked, you used the word, you, you kind of switched. I started with the word condemnation. Mm-hmm. Then we began discuss using the word judgment, mm-hmm. almost as if that was equated with condemnation. And mm-hmm. in some cases it is. And then you introduced the word discipline, mm-hmm. which I think is another form yeah. of judgment. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as the fires of hell necessarily. Um, but I'm reminded of the, the scripture verse that says the Lord chastens the one that he loves. He disciplines mm-hmm. the one that he loves. And so talk a little bit about the discipline process that God brings into the life of the believer, uh, what it looks like, what his purposes are for that. Yeah. And I, I don't think that there's one size fits all as if it looks the same way every time, practically speaking. Um, but God causes us, I think, in all of the discipline is to humble us. I think that's like the key theme of any discipline um, is to humble us, to bring us to the point where we need to cry out to Jesus for not only for life on this earth, but also life eternally. Mm. And so, yeah, it can look in different things like sicknesses, like um, just hard times and in, in relationships and, and all different things. So I don't want to say it's going to look exactly like that, but I think the end result will be our humility. And then God's desire for that humility is that we turn to mm. him. For I help. think a good, uh, a good picture that we see uh, in the scriptures is the, the parable of the prodigal son. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and certainly he was humbled, mm-hmm. you know, as he was desiring the food that the pigs were eating. Um, but I think a phrase that it uses, it's probably more of a modern translation, but it says uh, to the effect of he was brought to his senses. Yeah. You know, there, there was an old movie. You may not have seen it because you're a little younger than I am. Uh, just a little. And, uh, but it was a movie, Airplane. I know some of you older folks right now, you're amen Okay, so it was, a, it was a terrible movie, like corny and weird and all this. But there was this scenario, a lady was on the plane. She's kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a comedy. Uh, the pl- really funny, the plane's going to crash, you know, but it's a comedy. So this lady's freaking out, and people are coming up trying to bring her back to her senses, you know. So someone grabs her by the shoulders and mm-hmm. shakes her, and someone slaps her on the side of the face. And I think that's what God does with discipline. And mm-hmm. in that humorous scenario there, first it's someone slapping her on the side of the face, then you see someone with a lead pipe and somebody with a gun, you know, all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. But kind of, that's kind of how God works. You know, he... We're driving too fast. We know we're speeding. And then the lights go on behind us. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lord. And the guy goes flying by us. He wasn't for us. But God uses that little bit of that, mm. that little di- discipline to bring us back to our senses. Of course, we don't listen. And then the next cop car pulls us over. Then we get the ticket. And the next mm-hmm. time our license is taken away and the discipline increases. Yeah. I think that's great. And I think there is the reality of judgment that we should make sure that we are in Christ, but those who are in Christ, God definitely uses those processes. So not a license to sin, certainly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think those that would look at this and say, well, I'm a Christian, I can do anything I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. I think they don't really have a full understanding of God's grace. Uh, They may be a believer, but I don't think they fully have come to know what God's grace is all about, that they would see God's grace, as Paul says, as a license to sin. Uh, But God brings discipline into our lives. He does so for the purpose of continuing to refine us, continuing to get us back on track to follow after Mm him. All right, Certainly a big difference from condemnation to hell, that sort of judgment, Mm -hmm. Um, but that does not mean there's not judgment in the life of the believer. Yeah. All right, so we figured it out? Yeah, we figured it out. I'm sure there's like four (laughs) hours to talk about other things related to this, but... Well, we hope that that was helpful for you, and we're grateful to have uh, Kevin with us here today. Uh, If you have any other comments or thoughts, where do they put them? 
In the comments. In the comments section down below, <laughs> please feel free to drop them in there. We'd love to uh, continue to dialogue with you and to continue the conversation. The conversation. <laughs> Have a great day and thanks for being here with us.